hello everyone and welcome to the Truth Will Set You Free Bible Prophecy TV Radio Edition. I am Vic Batista along with Nathan Jones and we are transmitting live from our station. So we ask that you stay tuned to our program, keep us in prayer and follow us live on social media as well as here on www.tway.tv. Today we have a special program for you here of course at a brand new hour and we're going to be talking about last day's facts not fiction, as we look at the promises in the Word of God, as opposed to what the media has to say. And of course, before we continue, I'm going to ask Nathan Jones if he will open us up with a word of prayer. Lord Jesus, we thank you so much for this day, another day, Lord, to study your Word and grow closer to you. We pray, Lord, that it will speak to our hearts and help us understand you better, so that we grow in our relationship with you in your precious and wonderful name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Nathan Jones. Again, you're tuning into the Truth to Set Your Free Bible Prophecy TV Radio Edition. Vic Batista and Nathan Jones talking about last day's facts, not fiction. And today's program is sponsored by Calvary Brower, Calvary Aventura, and the Truth to Set Your Free Ministry. And you can find more information here on www.tway.tv. And if you find yourselves in the Aventura Hollandale area, we'd love for you to drop by and say hello to us. We're located at 1000. Foster Road, Hollandale, Florida, 33009. And of course, we meet Sundays at 9 a.m. in Spanish, 11 a.m. in English, and today, Wednesdays at 7.30, the truth will set you free as we're making our way through the minor prophets. So if you're in the area, we'd love to see you live. Of course, before we continue, I'm going to welcome my co-host and regular here, Nathan Jones. Nathan, good afternoon. Good afternoon, sir. How are you? Yes, actually, it's almost good evening. You're absolutely right, here in Florida. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now that we've got the uh, new time slot here, yeah, it is evening. Oh, then, good evening. That's right. Oh, Nathan, it's great to uh, great to hear your voice. We're very excited here, Nathan. We actually got nice weather uh, this morning. It was actually fifty-eight degrees here in Florida, which is awesome. I don't know how how was it in Texas. And you know, we usually parallel you pretty well. We don't get the nice balminess that you do, but yeah, the rest of the country seems to be freezing and all this. Terrible tornadoes in January, which have been unheard of in years, and all that debt. Right. So we're uh, really blessed weather-wise. I can tell you that. Man. Well, Nathan, you 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 mentioned that this weather is so bizarre. Well, you're familiar with the Hialeah area, and just two days ago, our tornado actually went through uh, the Hialeah area. So it's really freaky. <laughs> oh, I didn't know that. And how is Calvary Chapel Aventura? You guys okay? We're we're doing great. Just this. Uh, crazy wind that blew through, our dog was going crazy, we really didn't know what was going on because these tornadoes come through so fast, but uh, yeah, they can thank the Lord, everything is good, you know, not major damages, even in the Hialeah area, just a tractor trailer, I understand, was sort of turned over, but uh, yeah, very interesting weather we're having. very excited God is always doing some incredible things in the midst of the challenges that we face and um, but Nathan maybe someone is tuning in and they're not familiar with Lamb Lion Ministry uh, can you share a little bit about that your contact information and also Nathan your most recent inbox well uh, Lamb Lion Ministry is a Bible prophecy teaching ministry and our mission is to proclaim the of Jesus Christ 
We do that a number of different ways. One through our television show, Christ in Prophecy, which is aired on all the major networks. Another way is a short form video, like you mentioned. Uh, the Inbox is our newest series. We've got nine episodes now. Uh, short form, uh, bite-sized answers to questions you might have about the end time. You mentioned the ninth one. We just produced the ninth one. Are we living in, are we currently living in the tribulation? And that is a concern for many people that, uh, specifically because there's Bible prophecy teachers out there. Right. Uh, you know, like Irving Baxter and others who are out there telling people that we are living in tribulation. And I, it affected me enough that we needed to write a video about this because there's a lot of worries out there. Yeah. And the video's premises, purely, we are not living in the tribulation. Mm, excellent point. Thank you so much, Nathan Jones. And for those of you that are watching us live, you can see that information there in the back screen. Of course, at Inbox 9, are we currently living in tribulation? And uh, that's in Vimeo, right, Nathan? And up on your website and a uh, number of locations. Yeah, you can find that on our website, landline.com or christinprophecy.org, as well as we also have it on um, YouTube and yes. Vimeo and Facebook. And we try to put them out everywhere so people can share them. So I hope if you enjoy them, uh, folks, uh, please share them yes. and to help spread the message of the Lord's soon return with us. Oh, thank you, Nathan, and thank you for allowing us to air it here on T-Wave. We've already getting some really nice response from those that were able to broadcast. Praise the Lord, man. Uh, anything we can get out. Of course, we podcast uh, all these uh, T-Wave episodes. The truth will set you free on our website as well, and I'm yes. sure you do as well. So anything to get the gospel. Absolutely, and you're now on the same page, Nathan. Uh, uh, we got to use technology to get it out there, and thank the Lord that uh, today with mobile devices, I mean, it's just incredible how we're able to spread the gospel so quickly, Nate. Amen. I think it's the Lord's move in the last piece here to get the gospel out as quickly as possible, and uh, the communication that we have today certainly make that happen. Yeah, absolutely. Very, very exciting. So Nathan, thank you for sharing that. Of course, we thank you that are tuned in live via social media. Those of you that are following us live on Facebook, you can post your questions or your comments for Nathan or myself. And those of you also on T-Wave as well. And uh, be part of the program and also keep the program in prayer. You know, Nathan, as we talked about, uh, as we touching on our subject matter, a last day facts and not fictions, it seems to me that so many people are getting their... Um, their hopes high based on what media is saying, the new government where they're supposedly promising that they're going to be leading people. But you and I know very well that our future lines up perfectly really with what the Bible has to say and not so much what people or media are trying to say because at the end of the day, uh, politics and everybody else will promise you whatever you want to hear. But you and I know that it's God's word uh, that we need to rely and, and trust that, right, Nate? Well, I guess it really depends on what media you're listening to. At the time of our recording here, we are now in the first week of the Trump administration. So if you're listening to the liberal media, it is the end of the world. <laughs> president, and he's going to you know, round up all the gays and put them in concentration camps and destroy the abortion clinics and, and ship all the Muslims and Mexicans right. back home and, and then nuke. Uh, you know, Vanity Fair and Ellen, and you know, it's just crazy, crazy stuff. Yeah. End of the world apocalypse scenario coming. And then, you know, if you, you listen to Christians, we've won a major battle, I think. You know, Trump is definitely not a moral man, but he does seem to be doing the right things that line up with biblical uh, prerogatives, especially like protecting Israel. 
So I think, like you said, we're seeing how Christians like, oh, you know, maybe the end of the world isn't coming, Obama's out, maybe it's going to be a while then before yeah. Jesus comes back. So it's amazing how much people tie the end of the world on an election. You know, Nathan, that's a very good point, and that's why we're encouraging those of you that are watching and those of you that are listening. It is so important for us to open up the Bible and really see what the Bible has to say, not so much mainline media, because Nathan, we've seen so many supposed prophets out there uh, uh, telling us all sorts of different things, and we talked a little bit about that in our last program. Uh, uh, there, and, and it's so important for people to really understand the Word of God and not be so uh, duped or fooled, if you will, by all these uh, false prophets that are coming out there predicting so many things or making so many prophets, uh, promises that really uh, we've seen they're just not being fulfilled. Right, right. And Jesus even explained to me in times that people would be getting in marriage, they'd been eating, they'd be drinking, they'd be living life as normal. It's right. not like they'd be living life in the middle of an apocalypse and then Jesus comes back. It, it'll be a time where life goes on as normal. And yes. so, uh, we are living in that time. And a lot of people thought, well, you know, Bahamas usher uh, in the, the tribulation, and, and then that's when Jesus comes back. No, 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 no. Life will go on as normal, and then Jesus will return. He said that. And that's the return to rapture the church up to heaven. Now, life will be anything but normal by the end of the seven-year tribulation. Right. Earth will be pretty much destroyed by men, and much of the population killed according to Revelation. So we know then that life won't be normal. So Jesus wasn't talking about the second coming there. He's talking about the rapture of the church. Mm, excellent point. And, and nation, uh, Nathan, I'm sorry, I, I called you nation. You're not a nation, you're Nathan. But, <laughs> but Nathan, and also, you know, when it comes to the economy, again, so many people are putting their trust and their hope in, 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 in the economy and things getting better. And I'm, I'm praying for that as well because, quite frankly, jobs are not paying very much these days. <laughs> so, no, expenses are high. And today, uh, the first day the stock market opened, over 20000 which is wild when you think, because usually when the president gets in, the stock market tanks, we enter yeah. like a mini recession, everybody panics. But the truck bin, also the stock market's doing great, and everybody's feeling good, and the money's coming. And again, as we're living every day, people eating, drinking, giving in marriage, right. as normal. So there's, you know, it could be just as much Jesus coming as Jesus coming in the middle of, of disaster. Absolutely. And Nathan, that's why we do know, according to the Bible, though, where this whole economic deal is going to be headed, uh, according to the book of Revelation, chapter 18. Can you talk to us a little bit about that, Nathan, what's going on there in Revelation 18? Well, Revelation 18 is the second part of a two-part covering a character in the end times called Mystery Babylon the Great. Yeah. And uh, you and I have gone through it in detail in, in previous episodes, but to give a short summary... Revelation 17 18 are actually a discussion of two different Babylons. The first is a religious Babylon, a yeah. one-world religion that the Antichrist will have the first half of the seven-year tribulation. And then the second half, uh, 18, talks more about a political Babylon, yeah. the Antichrist empire. And his empire is one a global empire. We know eventually, no matter what, there will be a global, global government that will rule the yes. world. Uh, the Antichrist will, will rule it, uh, Satan through him, he will be possessed by Satan. And when you bring up economics, economically, it'll be a buy or sell system based on allegiance to the Antichrist. In which you have to have a name or number, which right. is 666, tattooed on the right hand or the forehead, otherwise you cannot buy or sell. Now, this is a great uh, 
prophecy that should comfort people in this age because there's no global government, there's no global leader, and there's no global system where his name is being tattooed on your right hand or forehead. So we don't have to worry about accidentally taking the mark of the beast. Yes. There is no mark of the beast now, and there won't be until halfway into the tribulation. Mm, excellent point. Thank you, Nathan Jones. And that's why we wanted to encourage those of you that are watching and listening. Uh, the Bible clearly speaks of what will it be in the end times, and everything is rolling uh, really in that direction. So ultimately, our hope needs to continue to be in God, for Him to provide us, like provide for us, like the Bible says in Matthew uh, chapter 6. And again, our hope and our eyes need to continue to be on Him, not to follow uh, fiction, but the facts of what the Bible has to say. And Nathan, that likewise, our government, right now, we are hopeful for, for our government, but the Bible tells us in the end times how all this is going to line up uh, in uh, the book of Daniel, Daniel uh, chapter 7. And would you be able to elaborate a little bit for us there in, in Daniel chapter 7? Certainly, certainly. You know, you mentioned, again, economics, and that eventually the Antichrist who will come during an economic tri uh, tribulation, likely due to the collapse of the global economy after the rapture or something, but he will restore the, the markets, and we actually get into Revelation 19 where you see the fall of Babylon and says, right. the merchants of the earth weep, wail over destruction. So the Antichrist is actually going to we'll get the economic system going again after that. Uh, but we know that uh, from Daniel 7 that the empires that are Gentile Roman will come to an end mm -hmm. and then Jesus will come, he will destroy those empires and he will set up his own global government yes. uh, Jerusalem, his capital will be in the Millennial Kingdom. But Daniel 7 explains these different beasts, these different empires that will come that will end up being, uh, that, or I should say have been, because quite a number of them mm -hmm. have been destroyed already in history, but we're looking forward to that one, that final Antichrist empire before Jesus returns. Right, that's part of what we call the revived Roman Empire, right, Nathan? And, and this is where uh, government is headed. This is where the, the world is headed ultimately. And uh, uh, we see, of course, new election of different presidents, different things going on in Europe. But it's all heading in the direction that the, the Bible talks about, ultimately. Right, right. Uh, I mean, there's quite a number of visions. You also got Daniel 2's vision. And there's uh, three altogether that Daniel was given. Pretty much all the same. Well, one was given that answer, but the interpretation of Daniel was given of these different beasts and uh, or different parts of a statue, and each one represented a animal, which represented an empire. Right. And the empire. I start with the, the Babylonian Empire during exile of the Jews in the 500s BC, and then it was replaced by the Medo-Persian uh, Persian Empire, the, which is Iran today, and that was destroyed by the Greeks, Alexander the Great. And then Alexander the Great's empire fell to the Roman Empire. And then the Roman Empire was prophetically continued to last the end of history, but it would get real weak and feeble until it was revived into a revived Roman Empire. And out of that, the Antichrist would arise out of that empire, set up his own global government, and that would be the last of the Gentile kingdoms rule the world before Jesus returns. Ooh, excellent point. Thank you so much, Nathan Jones. Again, for those of you that are tuned in, again, tune into the Tutu Set You Free Bible Prophecy TV Radio Edition. We see a number of you are following us live on Facebook. We thank you for that. Feel free to post your questions or your comments uh, there for us regarding our topic, Last Day's Facts and, and Not Fiction. And Nathan, thank you for sharing that, of course, how all this is going to line up these world empires. Some have passed, some are still in the future, and oftentimes, also, Nathan, people ask the question, what about 
about uh, the United States of, of America? Where will we end up? Any thoughts regarding that? There's a few prophecies that people misinterpret to be the American United States, and we actually have an inbox, number three, is about his American Bible prophecy. Yes. And I don't believe we are in the specific but in the sense. The United States is in prophecy, as Zechariah says in chapter 12, that all the nations of the world will be gathered against Israel to destroy it. And it very much like that last week. I mean, it was only a week or two ago before Obama got out that the entire United Nations was yeah. pushing hard to divide Israel. Uh, before he, he got out, his last act, besides leaving a, a letter to Trump, was $221 million to the Palestinians. Wow. And then the Pope himself is pushing towards a two-state solution, which is a no-state solution, Israel will be destroyed. And uh, the world wants Israel destroyed. Now, mm -hmm. I think it's a blessing that because Christians prayed so hard about this election, yeah. we got an alternative to what would be uh, not only Obama's, but Hillary Clinton's view that Israel needs to be um, a two-state solution pretty much destroyed. So we're in a reprieve right now, I believe, where Trump will continue to protect Israel, and Israel's feeling already rather building settlements at the West Bank yes. and in East Jerusalem. And uh, people are like, well, that means then the Bible prophecy has been put on hold. And no, but <laughs> time hasn't changed. Right. Jesus still could come where you've got a Republican or a conservative That's or a right. Christian majority in power right now, but that doesn't stop America from eventually yeah. joining into the Antichrist kingdom and eventually turning yet again back on Israel just as we did during the Obama administration. Excellent point. And Nathan, and that's a very good point that you just made. And that's why we hope that everybody or anybody that is tuned in will realize that we're covering facts here, not fiction. The truth of the matter is, Bible prophecy is going to be fulfilled. The, the, the world is going to line up in a certain way. Uh, the United States of America, uh, again, like you mentioned, uh, is going to be part of this. We don't know exactly how, but uh, just because we have a little bit of a... Uh, uh, a calm before the storm, like you said, Nathan, doesn't mean that things have stopped. <laughs> no, not at all. And with the countries in the Middle East believing that America now backs Israel, it very well could be speeding up the progress of the Psalm 83 war, where That's Israel right. has to protect its borders and conquer its surrounding nations, which then might free up the ability for them, uh, Israel to build a temple on the Temple Mount, which we know there's got to be a temple for the Antichrist to desecrate it in the middle of the tribulation. That means the Dome of the Rock has to go, which means Islamic influence has to wane. Uh, yes. We know that Russia, Iran, and Turkey have a really solid um, uh, treaty, or you could say, it's not an official one, but a partnership. Mm -hmm. And we know that in Ezekiel 39, the God and Mega war, where Russia, or Iran, Turkey, and a number of other nations in the Middle East gather against Jerusalem and God yeah. defeats them. That creates a power vacuum, whereas you don't have Russia and Islam as a world power anymore. If the United States gets knocked out of the picture because of the rapture, that leaves Europe. Yeah. And from Europe, we know because of Daniel 27, that's the, where the Antichrist rises out of that revived Roman Empire. So, man, just because there's a Donald Trump in the office doesn't mean Bible prophecy has stopped. Rather, it could actually be accelerating because all these different players, as the Bible predicted, are all lined up now. Yeah. 
Oh, excellent point. And you know, Nathan, this is why we, you and I get so excited because we see that we have this, uh, this window of hope, this window of opportunity. And our hope is that anybody watching and listening can recognize, yeah, the Lord can return at any moment. Things are going to be fulfilled like the Bible says, but while we're still here as a church, as Christians, let's make the best of every opportunity and win people for Jesus Christ because that is the hope. That's why we're here, right, Nate? Hey, perfectly said. Absolutely right. Christians, we know that the time is short, so we need to be out there evangelizing, living holy yeah. lives, sharing the gospel. I mean, that's what we're called to do. And knowing that time is short and the horrors that come after the rapture to those left behind, we should want to get as many people as quickly as we can to know Jesus as their Savior. Ooh, praise the Lord. And Nathan, that's why when we look at Revelation chapter 17, we see again how these nations are going to be lining up, what's really going to happen in the, the, the end times. Can you talk to us? Can you take us to Revelation 17, Nate? I know we covered this in our other programs, but maybe someone tuned in for the first time is not familiar with that passage. Well, bear in mind that we have gotten, picture this, picture this. Okay, the rapture of the church has happened. The church is out of here. True Christianity is gone. The false Christian cults and, and other heresies continue to exist. We've got then Islam taken out of the picture because of the anti uh, the Lord through God made that war destroying uh, the world and possibly the Antichrist law. So we know Islam and Christianity cease to be a major part of tribulation. That leaves Israel with its firm adherence to monotheism. And then the Antichrist false prophet will create a religion called the Mystery Battle on the Great, or at least he will tolerate this. It will be a worldwide kumbaya ecumenical movement <laughs> to create a world religion that brings peace out of chaos. The Antichrist will tolerate only for half of the tribulation before he then destroys this battle on the Great. Sets up his own religion, and it's the worship of Satan through himself. And the false prophet, as we read in Revelation 13, will set up a statue uh, or some court on Israel, yes. turn on those people who accept Christ as Savior during the tribulation, called the tribulation saints, and he will massacre them and try to stamp them out so that he is the only worshipped. And that's what we see in Revelation 17 going on to 18. Now Babylon the Great is his empire. Mm. And you know, Nathan, you made a good point talking about Israel and the Jewish people. We see that incredible miracle that took place uh, in 1948, and we see all uh, Jewish people regathering back in, in, in their land, but that's ultimately leading someplace as well, right? Well, Isaiah 11 and other passages, actually many passages, prophesied that the Jewish people would return a second time back to the land. They would get them out of exile. We saw that with the Babylonian captivity. But again, the Jewish people, since the late 1800s, have been returning back to the land. Yeah. Now the whole world, whole world, until just recently, has been pressuring Israel so hard to give up their land, knowing right. that if they're indefensible, they can easily be destroyed. It's a satanic movement. It's a one-world, antichrist-led movement to destroy Israel. And we know that then all these prophecies can come about because Israel has to be back in the land. So, Man, I, that Israel, when you think that it's been 50 years this year since the 60s where Israel recaptured wow. Jerusalem, I'm not saying that it is prophetic or anything, but Israel has been in the land now since 1948 and they've had Jerusalem for 50 years. We could very well, very well be very close to seeing something major happen with Israel yeah. and some of these more prophecies concerning the wars of the end times 
being fulfilled. Excellent point. And Nathan, that's what it is. We, we, we see that time is really uh, advancing. We see prophecies being fulfilled right before our eyes. We see millions and millions of Jewish people returning to their land. And yet the Bible tells us in the book of Zechariah, right, Nathan, that the slaughter. So in a sense, we see that all this is leading somewhere. It is, it is. Again, like we've been saying, prophecy hasn't taken a hiatus just because the Donald is in the office. It, it's going on, it's marching on. The world still hates Israel, even yeah. though we've got, uh, the Lord is using the United States now to protect Israel. We know that eventually the only protection Israel will have is God. That's always yes. what God's doing. When you read through the prophets and the kings in the Old Testament, constantly Israel is running off to Egypt or Assyria or some other group asking for help. Right. Matter of fact, they welcomed the Romans in to get rid of the Greeks, and then the Romans didn't leave. So the Jews have always turned to everybody but God mm. for their help. Yeah. We know that in the last days, according to Ezekiel, Israel will only have God to turn to, and rightly so. Wow, excellent point, Nathan. And of course, and those of you that are watching and listening, that's the hope. Our hope is that the same way with you. Sometimes people are turning to everything else for hope in the last days, but God ultimately wants you to turn to Him. He loves you. He has a wonderful plan. And just like the Jewish people, they're still blinded today when it comes to their Messiah. And, and maybe that's your, your situation where you have heard the truth, but you haven't accepted it for yourself. And you've been turning to all sorts of things, trying to find the truth, and you're still empty. And that's why Nathan and I, every week, we give you an opportunity uh, to come to the Lord while there is still time. And uh, just like, uh, like like we're talking about, God is pouring out His Spirit. There's a window of opportunity here left for you. And if you haven't trusted in Christ, our hope is that you would do that. In the of God, but we will be forgiven children of God. And it's a matter of a, a heart issue, changing your heart, mm -hmm. praying something like, Dear Jesus, please yes. forgive me of my sins and be my Lord and Savior. And that could be the day today where you've given your life to Christ. And it will be a new life for you going forward. Ooh, awesome. And, and, and it is that simple. So if you trusted in Christ, maybe you just simply prayed alone with Nathan. You trusted the words that he would share with you from the word of God. Uh, you're born again. And we would love to hear from you. You can give us a call at 305-992-9537 or 321-END-TIME, 321-363-8463. You can write to us, 1000 Foster Road, Hollandale, Florida, 33009. We'd love to celebrate with you. We'd love to send you a Bible. We'd love to share with you how you can continue to grow in the Lord. And we'd love to celebrate with you because there's a celebration in heaven every time someone repents. And we pray that you trust it uh, in Christ today. Again, we're sharing with you last day's facts and not fictions. Everything is headed in the direction that the Bible promises. And the good news is that there is still time for us to make a difference in this world. And God is calling men and women to rise up and go out there and share the gospel because we believe that the Lord can come uh, at any moment. So, Nathan, this, is, this was amazing, and I want to thank you so much for tying all these together. I knew I threw a lot of different passages at you, but I thank you for bringing them together, hopefully for that person that is watching and listening so they can see what the Bible has to say about these end times. Well, thank you, Nick. I wish we could get and dive deeply, and those are major, majorly heavy passages, but... Folks can uh, check out all these previous episodes on twave.tv and, right. and read upon exactly what Babylon the Great means. 
Absolutely, and also check out the uh, the wonderful uh, resources there, landline.com. And Nathan, I want to thank you also for that incredible uh, inbox, and I think it's going to just bless people. And Nate, I pray that you have an incredible, incredible week, and thank you so much for always being part of our program. Thank you for having me on, Excellent. And again, for those of you that are tuned in, we pretty much ran out of time for this segment of our program, but our lines will remain open if you are in need of prayer, would love for you to give us a call and we would love to pray for you if you have any questions as well. You can also text in your questions or your comments. So Big Batista and Nathan Jones saying goodbye. May the Lord bless and keep you. May his face shine upon you. You guys have an excellent week. I'm dead.